Hey, what's up? Hold on. Hold on one second. Oh, let, 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 let. On. All right. <laughs> All right. I guess we we'll, were recording that. We'll, 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 yes, I was. <laughs> we'll leave that in. Please. So this week on Three Sides of the Coin, yeah, Mark is here, but he just hit the stop button at the last minute on us. We reminisce on Ace Fraley's 70th birthday today. We reminisce about our favorite Ace Fraley memories. This is Three Sides of the Coin, talking all things KISS. I want to rock and roll all night. You're listening to Three Sides of the Coin. Want to get your official Three Sides of the Coin logo and Shocker tee? Now you can. We ship worldwide. Get yours online at shop.threesidesofthecoin.com. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of Three Sides of the Coin. Sorry, the fourth coin isn't with us. She has to work. So if you were tuning in for Lisa, hit the stop button and wave bye to us. No, what are you going to do? We don't, we don't care. We no. don't care. You got Mike, you got Tommy, and you got Mark. Two sides of the coin plus Ed. <laughs> hey <laughs> Uh Tommy, any comments? Yes. Woo. This is on our Hit and Run sh uh, show, which just uh, aired today or started today. Uh, Mike Camilli said, hey, a band called the Hello People came out in white face makeup and went nowhere. The music mattered. Exactly. I've used that example before. Way to go, Mike. That yeah, was, uh, it's really I've good. I've used that before. Um, and then Damien Karras said, as far as the set list goes, take out Beth and have Eric sing Hard Luck Woman instead. Beth went to number seven. Hard Luck Woman went to 15. It was a sizable hit, and I think the crowd would prefer this at this point. Also, Axe, Look It Up, I Love It Loud, Calling Dr. Love, and Cold Gin and replaced with Creatures, Watching You, Unholy, and a song they never played live. Uh, hold on. Not for the Innocent. Yeah, I will tell you, I've, I've actually um, mentioned that very thing to a couple of KISS members of why isn't Hard Luck Woman in the set? I mean, especially on the end of the road tour, that was a big hit. I, you know, again, that reached what, the number 15? Mm -hmm. That was all over the radio. As a matter of fact, when you go on 70s on 7 on uh, Sirius, not uncommon to hear that song. Right. Um, I, again I, I don't that's that's one that you would think they'd want to play you know could, because it takes a little bit of um heat off of paul for the you know especially when the lead singer you like when the other guys sing you know for a song or two it, it takes a little pressure off you a little breather and you know let's face it, i think eric would nail that and um mm -hmm. he would I, I i i i agree with him on that the other stuff eh, you, you know look you're not taking calling dr love out you're not taking you know some of those that's just not happening so there just is only so much time and space i suppose you know well, there's so much time and space and you know frankly at the end of the day again set lists all become 100 percent personal like and dislike for mm -hmm. each fan and for each person in the band i mean we we know over the history kiss that there's certain songs that gene hates to play and there's certain songs paul hates to play yeah i mean Mike we don't know we don't see that all the time as fans, but that exists. Mike and Tommy, I'm sure you'll back me up on this. When you, when Paul asks the crowd, how many times, how many people this is the first time seeing us? Usually half the crowd that they, they don't want to hear not for the innocent. They, no. they want to hear, you know, rock and roll all night. That that's, that's yeah. just, that's just what it is, man. You, you just it is have what to it come, is. Yeah. You have to come to grips to that with that. And as it should be, and that goes for all your favorite bands. I don't even bands I don't like. If you were to go see Poison, you'd want to hear. You, you want to hear the hits. Song. Yeah, that's just what this is all. Especially now with you know the. <laughs> let's face it; they're calling them legacy acts, and they have been. You know, the Aerosmiths, the Kiss, the Cheap Trick. That you're gonna, you know, everybody from uh, the Rolling Stones to Bruce Springsteen. There. I mean, let let let's be. I, I'm, we're we're all huge Cheap Trick fans. 
and you know go get the new cheap trick album but if cheap trick came in concert i wouldn't want a concert filled with half of the new album uh there's a lot of other songs that i want to hear cheap trick play now tommy yeah tommy but tommy hates lick it up so <laughs> what's your point <laughs> no tommy hates look it up and loves peter chris's solo album so there you go <laughs> oh tommy, I mean, that, tommy, that's, though, this is this that but i like tommy a couple Hill. songs off that record oh i do tommy. i do too i do too but i just you know if i'm going to a concert there's a lot of other stuff i do want to hear before i'm like give me five songs off your brand new album right. tommy how how do you all kidding aside Say you you got to be the uh, the set builder for the for for the one night. Um, if you had what he just wrote, because I know you're not a fan of "Lick It Up," you're not a fan of "I Love It Loud." What what two songs would you replace from that short list the gentleman gave us? Or so, or what would you pick? Of the what what he chose? Yes. Oh, um, I, easily. Could you or would you? Huh? Could you or would you? Meaning take the lick it up and I love it loud out because I, personally you don't like them. Well, but, I don't. But wait a second, though. I don't hate the song Lick It Up. I've just heard it enough that it does, doesn't do anything for me. You know, uh, but if I can only take Lick It Up and I Love It Loud out, not the other ones he removed, I would I would throw in um, Watching You and Unholy. Mm. I love those songs. I do too. Watch. I don't know what it is with watching you. That one it's is just something about I, it, man. It's I just... know. I know. I was happy that you know from the reunion tour on it. That 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 was they played that a lot. You know. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. I know. I always love that song. Yeah, that's. It, I think that's just one of those songs that Gene just loves. It's um, awesome. I know it is. It really as a drummer too. That's. Uh, when I do my annual kiss thing, that's that song. I always kind of made sure it's in the set. <laughs> yeah, well, because it does feature a lot of fills and some interesting things. Yeah, and that is a I get fun. it. I, I would, it's just, I that, that's the most fun Peter Chris song to play. And I have no one to blame but myself because I've gone and seen them so many times that it's no one's fault but my own. You know, Nobody's because, fault you know, it would be a fun interview for somebody to do with Gene and Paul at some point. Not that this would ever happen, I don't think, but a real honest interview of, all right, Gene and Paul, what Kiss songs do each of you personally hate to play? Not no. your favorite songs. We know Paul loves Love Gun. And, you know, and we know that Gene's not a fan of I Was Made for Loving You. But what songs do you guys each grit your teeth when you've got to play it because you're playing it because the other guy loves it. You know, there's got to be more than one or two songs for each of them where they're just like, Oh God, do I have to do this one again? Do I have right. to smile while I'm playing this song? Well, and that's why the set list discussions to your point and to Mark's is it's futile because like you said, when half the people raise their hand in the arena that say, I've never seen you before, they can't play some of those deep cuts and i can tell you on many occasions when i've been in that crowd and they start playing lick it up um tears are fallen and uh heaven's on fire people go crazy they're oh, yeah. so excited yep. to hear yep. them yep. and they fit really well in the set it's just for me with lick it up it's almost like become a staple where they have to play it but i don't believe i love it loud as a staple because it's not on the radio yeah it was a great video but it it just doesn't make sense to me but i think the that's one of those songs the thing with look it up though is it, it's played way different than what your casual yes music fan would know that the live version is night and day yeah compared to the studio version is it right. isn't isn't I love it loud one of those songs that Gene really loves? I think so. And that's why it's in the set list. And I was made for loving you is the song Paul really loves and it's in the set yeah. list. Well, the, you know, I love it loud for even for its detractors, you have to admit. It's it's everything the 
arena anthem is about. I was want to get say, people cheering yep. and clapping along. It's a good well, interaction song. Does. And I absolutely love I Was Made for Loving You, but I wouldn't feel bad if that one went away also simply because it's not a rock song in the respect of what you want them to do. But I'd say I Was Made for Loving You was a huge hit for them all around the world. So it's another one that even if maybe the person who's there seeing them for the first time may not be aware that that's one of their songs. And then they go into it like, oh yeah, oh, they do this. I don't it's know just, what it's like in other parts of, of you know, I was, I had on uh, over the weekend, I was watching the, the Red Wing game and the pregame, you know, when the players are skating on the ice stuff, I was made for loving you. It was being played over the PA, you know, yeah. at, at Little well, Caesars I, I was Arena. made for loving you, at least in, in Spotify's world. I was made for loving you is the most played Kiss song of their entire catalog, far ahead of everything else. Which is really... Yeah incredible but at the same time not surprising i love that song always have it's a, well, it's a big crossover tune that's why well yeah and when it when they came out when dynasty came out i didn't have a problem with it i love that record it was super kiss i i just think that the you know the part of the set list discussion that fans most of the time don't take into consideration is just what i was bringing up is like you know each guy in the band well I don't know how much Eric and Tommy have say on this stuff, but Gene and Paul, like, I won't play that song. I don't care if it's a crowd favorite. I don't like that song. You know, there's got to be some of that that we have never been privy to as fans that goes into putting together a set list where it's just like, sorry, Gene, I'm playing I Was Made for Loving You and, and, and you're doing I Love It Loud. That's it. I'm not doing any more of the other favorites you've got i don't care whether the fans really like that as a as not even a deep cut it might be a fairly popular song they just don't like the song well you know i know for fact that the whenever we're hearing those rare songs on the cruise that's 100 percent tommy and eric sure Mm -hmm. you know so so those of you whether you go on the cruise or not if you enjoy the you know, the video clips and the audio clips that you get on YouTube of Kiss doing stuff like, you know, it's my life and larger than life. And that's all that's because Tommy and Eric are kicking the kicking the boss's asses going, we got to do something for these people. And, and same, that's and how same, they go. Yeah. And same with with Jeremy, Phil and Ryan, when Ace Tours or, or Gene Tours, they are responsible for trying to get the two of them to do some different songs. You know, and and to your point also, that's what makes the cruise special. So if you really want to hear different songs, then that's a really great place to go. You figure over the nine that I've been on, I've literally, if you add them all up, especially if you add the Bruce stuff, I've gotten probably 20 plus songs that they'd never played or you'd never heard before played live or, you know what I mean? Um, Easily, I would think more than that. Yeah, so that's the wonderful thing. Everything from Getaway, you know, to Strange Ways. I mean, just songs that they just, they don't play. Um, Room service, uh, you know. uh, That's the great thing. You always, like, anticipate, like, oh, my God, they're going to play something. You know, they did what they did, Keep Me Coming. I mean, they did that a couple times on the the Creatures Tour. But my point is songs that you don't normally, um, you know, hear. So that's what makes right. it extra special. So, and let's hope, hope they're going to have it this year. So, well, fact, I think they are, but I think there's going to be several there. people who are backing out, not going. So it might open up some rooms for folks who want to go, because when there are some of the fans that are living in different countries, they might not have the vaccination by that point. So it might give you an opportunity to go if you want. Well, Michael and I were talking about. Um, the cruise before you came on Tommy and we're I mean I guess we could talk about this too um obviously none of us knows what's going on this world can change in a heartbeat and it has been it seems weekly <laughs> for the last year but I, I still think and, and it's you would I get a ton of emails um from people I don't know but I'm I'm still guessing um this October's 50 50 
Um, I, I hope they do. Um, the, the cruise ship is certainly a, a, acting like they want it to happen uh, because they're asking me for money and they're putting out, you know, the events and the things that the guys are going to participate on the cruise. Everything as of right now looks like it's going to happen. Um, but we shall see. I mean, uh, like you just said, Tommy, I had the, you know, from the vaccines on down, uh, people being able to get over to our country. I don't know. I mean, do you want to socially distant, uh, distance a, an entire cruise ship? I, I just don't. That's, that's what I mean. I mean, th- th- that whole thing is just so primal and it's for what it is, you know, shoulder to shoulder and drinking and screaming and yelling. And you know, it's just a great time. And uh, I can't picture having, for lack of a better word, a civilized kiss cruise. It just doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun. Part of the fun is getting up to the front of the stage and jumping up and down and screaming. I, I can't, I, I can't know. imagine at this point how I've they could, how they What's could. That? I've never seen you jump up and down and scream. You usually sit back like this and just kind of watch. Well, it's when the, when, you, when the, when the, ba- like... when, when the bacon's coming at midnight. Yes. <laughs> and he's got, he usually has this like sick kind of like, smile like kind of content like he's in his happy place yes and all is good with the world i've never that seen you great. going yeah i mean I am, I, I am inside Tom. i know that but usually <laughs> mark mark have you heard are they talking on this cruise or any cruise about social distancing i haven't heard that I've only heard that they're going to require vaccines for people on it, because the the question I'm asking is, they've already at this point technically sold out the cruise. So if they were all of a sudden to sit here and go, well, instead of 3000 people, we can only bring 1500 people because of social distancing requirements. How could they pick the 1500 to boot off? Well, I that's, you know, I this is a discussion Michael and I had before. Um, I would love to know from the, from the cruise line, how many people bailed? I don't think that's an, a, a rude request. I'm curious. I just think it's going to open up some opportunities for people who want to go. Well, to, to your point, Tommy, I think the cruise is going to be more accessible to us fans. Obviously o- only because the way things are moving worldwide, the U.S. is doing great in getting vaccines out there and getting things more under control. Um, it's probably going to be a lot more international fans that are going to have to do something because they can't get the vaccine. They can't leave the country. They're not allowed in the U.S., whatever the multitude of reasons are. As a U.S. fan, I think you're in a better position and Mark, to your original point of 50-50, I almost, and again, I don't know any more about this than anybody else. I would think the cruise is better than a 50-50 chance of happening in October. In what capacity, I don't know, but I do think it will happen. I just don't, you know, again, how many of those people come in internationally that just can't make it? I mean, that, yeah. and, and, and maybe to some thinking. Maybe to some extent, that's what a cruise is looking for, social distancing of like, okay, well, we know a thousand people from around the world are going to have to bail on this for whatever reason. So that gives us more social distancing room. We don't have to, we aren't going to resell those thousand tickets, maybe. Mm. We're just going to leave it that way. So there's less people. If you're in the U.S., you're fine. I, I don't know. It, it will be interesting to see. I mean, October is 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 far enough away. And I, as we know, and again, I'm only speaking from the U.S. here, things are moving pretty quickly and changing pretty quickly. I mean, just just today, the CDC said, all right, if you've been fully vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask outside if you're exercising, running, whatever. You know, so they're already loosening things up for us here in the U.S., I don't know about the rest of the world. I don't know how well it is. I mean, we talked last week. Yeah, the border in Canada is closed at least until May or so. Um, but I think it's, you know, maybe because of the state that I'm in, but just 
and, and you're right, Michael, the CDC did say that. But on the other hand, Monday to yesterday, our all kids have to be wearing masks at all times. Dictate came from our governor. That yeah. was hardly loosening. That's tightening. Well, which that's, is, that's the which case is my that... kind of point. There's there's no clear cut sort of trajectory you can look at and go and and if you want to use the world look what's happening in india oh i know i was just talking well, to that, that's kind of what i'm getting and i'm like this the trajectory in some spots looks great and then it looks it's really t- bad it's elsewhere all over the place and 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 that yeah. that's the overall problem that everybody is dealing with is yeah it is changing i mean this, it's the same thing here i mean yes everything is starting to loosen up and open up here in california but the kids still have to wear, my daughter still has to wear a mask when she goes to school, partially because they can't get the vaccine yet. I mean, she's seven years old. You know, they've only opened it up to people down to 16 because they haven't tested it on five-year-old, six-year-old, seven-year-old kids yet, at least that I know of. Um, it's, it, it's all so fluid. I mean, that's what we say every week. But I do think the cruise is a better than 50-50 chance of happening. In what capacity? Don't know. Is it going to be a full boat? No idea. I would bet money it's not going to be a full boat. Yeah, and right now it's saying waiting list. And, and keep in mind, you know, the cruise ship ships are very much like the concert industry. They don't want to give money back for people who pre-booked their, their bought their Rolling Stones tickets or pre-booked a cruise. They got your money. They don't want to give it back, especially because all of these industries that are entertainment have lost so much money that, frankly, they may not have the money to refund. And it could put them into an even more precarious business situation if they had to. So they're trying to figure out ways to keep that money. You want you want to know something? Let's go back just because I think the fans, this isn't KISS related, but it's interesting. Because we hear this sort of thing all the time. All those guys have so much money, blah, 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 blah. As a Stones fan, I don't know if you guys remember, back in 2013, Ronnie Wood kind of lost his ass. That's one of the reasons he started selling his paintings and doing all that kind of stuff. You went through serious. You think that the guitar player in the Rolling Stones would never have financial problems? I don't know what he's spending his money on. None of my business. But that kind of stuff does happen. If you think all these guys, you know, from Gene and Paul on down, uh, whatever, you know, they're multimillionaires, billionaire. Hell, hell, I don't know what Gene is, but um, you got to have a revenue source because mm-hmm. if if you if you get that rich, you need to keep an you eye on maintain money. it. Yes, yes. And you got to remember, too, a lot of those places have to start spend. You you have a hard if anybody who I say this, so it sounds like a dick. If you have a lot of money, you can't just kind of keep that money. You need to keep that money moving in order to keep it growing. You don't want stagnation. And anybody, if you've read any books or followed anybody who's, that's how come you see lottery, how many lottery stories you've seen where people got all this money and then they're fucking broken fight. Yeah, because those stories are, yeah, they're not uncommon. The reason being is they don't, they don't know you as a business owner, you, you have to learn how to balance money. Yes. Yes. That's the best way to say it. And if you don't know how to do that, whether you're a rock star or a guy who owns a bunch of you know, mechanic shops, doesn't matter. You need good, sound financial planning. And if you don't have it, whether you're a billionaire or you're, you know, you're just have a few hundred thousand dollars in the bank, if you don't know how to manage that, you're going to run into problems. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and like and I, I said, I was going to say, and Ronnie Wood's a great example. Well, there's there's plenty of them. I mean, go back to all of those uh, behind the music episodes yes. of how many rock stars woke up one day and were like, what do you mean I got no money? Where'd it go? Well, you've got 40 people on your entourage and you've got all these cars and six houses and oh, but you haven't had a successful record in 20 years, you know. Um, 
I think one thing that's worth mentioning is, and I don't know how cruise sales work, but like a ticket sale for a concert, when that ticket is sold in advance of the concert, the money doesn't flow straight into that artist's bank account. That money basically sits in a hold that the promoter has all that money. Technically, it's supposed to sit in a bank account that's not used for anything else. I'm not saying that's how it always happens, but you know, all those ticket sales go into a bank account. When the show happens, money is then paid out. An artist obviously will get some form of an, uh, a guarantee and, an, and, and a deposit on future earnings from that show. But the rest of the money, it just sits in a bank account that the promoter basically has. And then when the show happens, then they can disperse that money. So don't sit here and think that Gene and Paul are sitting on your money from all of these KISS concerts or any of the bands, Rolling Stones. It's sitting in a promoter, whether it's Live Nation or AEG or a local promoter, whoever, they're sitting on that money and they've got to refund that money then. And do they have that money to refund? So it's, it's a pretty complicated, messy business with some, what's happened over the last year. And like I said, I don't know how a cruise ticket sales are handled. I don't know if they're the same way. Is the money sitting with the cruise line until the boat leaves dock and then the money's for all those ticket sales? I don't know. But it's, it's not as cut and dry as, oh, I gave Kiss $150 for a concert ticket. Why doesn't Gene and Paul give me my money back? They're not sitting on that money. They, 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 they can, they can make requests and, you know, ask that money get refunded if that's what they wanted, but it's not for them to do it. It's the promoter that ultimately ends up having to send all that money back. So even with the cruise, at the end of the day, it's going to be six man or whoever owns six man that makes that call and decides to do that. So uh, I hope, I hope the cruise happens and I do think it will. It'll just be interesting I, to I see. Think how, so I think it'll be interesting to see how it happens. They're pushing through. They're still advertising those Australian dates, which Kiss is supposed to go right from the cruise down under, you know. So we'll see how that how that plays out. Hey, speaking of Kiss, um, I guess I was a little prophetic last week. Yes. When when we were just riffing, I'm like, geez, whatever happened to the A and E documentary? It was supposed to come out last January. And that's how come I brought it up. I'm like, well, fuck, it's April now. <laughs> I'm not letting no cat out of the bag. And lo and behold, what happened today? Well, I'll read I'll just read um a little bit of the press release that A and E sent out. Maybe they this, watch us. This went out today. <laughs> Celebrating one of the most iconic bands of all time, A&E announces the new definitive documentary film telling the stories behind <coughs> the phenomena of KISS. Directed by DJ Viola, Biography Kistory, that's its name, chronicles the band's five decades in the business as founders Paul Stanley and Gene Simmons reflect on their historic career. The four-hour two-night event airs Sunday, June 27th, and Monday, June 28th, from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern and Pacific time on A&E. Which is good, because the 29th, we'll have something to talk about. And also, uh, we got to celebrate the Tiger Stadium anniversary. Uh, I think that was June 28th. Was the, Here, here's, here's a quick list of some of the people, obviously, besides Paul and Gene, along with current members Tommy and Eric, guests Dave Grohl, Tom Morello, Doc McGee, Bob Ezrin, and more tell the wild story of the most successful and influential band in the world. Um, that, Is that, that press release you're reading still saying former manager? No, it says manager Doc McGee. Did you see some of the early ones? They said former no. manager. Really? Yes. Yes. 
So I, I actually put out some feelers. I haven't heard back from anybody. I'm assuming it was just a typo. Typo. But it 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 did say former manager and the couple. I even sent them out to some people going, uh, what's this? <laughs> so, oh yeah. Did you see that too, Tom? No, uh uh-uh. I'm just I can only imagine there was like um what the hell? Yeah, that's uh, certainly uh-huh. what uh, so anyway, yes, I, uh, you know, now here's here's the A and E documentary it's nice to see that it's actually four hours that's awesome yeah. that you know that, so i wonder that, if it'll be on for two nights or like two, one no point. it is it, it says it's two nights two hours a night june 27th and june 28th nice um yeah. so put that down in your calendar peeps and uh, the a and e documentary is in the books now you know June, it's coming out in June. What else is coming out in June? A couple weeks earlier, the soundboard live recording. So you can see how this stuff sort of works. It's all about, you know, giving each of these things the opportunity to promote the other event. Yeah, because I'm sure all of this will also then increase the Spotify plays and maybe the downloads on it. Who knows? Yeah. And, 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 you know, one thing we haven't heard of in quite a while is what's the status of the release from the New Year's Eve show? Well, I got an email last week about that. They said that uh, they're having open to have them out late spring, early summer, which I'm, I got to admit, I'm kind of disappointed about. Uh, I, I was hoping that, honestly, I thought that getting it in March, keep in mind, that was New Year's Eve. They got people working on it. I just would have assumed we would have had it in the third month, three months let's, after. Let's put it to you this way. You're going to get it sooner than six years. <laughs> That's the gift that just keeps on giving. <laughs> <laughs> There's somebody we could uh, money management as an issue, but uh, yeah. I digress. Um, but yeah, I, 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 I put it this way. If Boy, there's so many things on that. You know, I it's one of those things you try to play by the rules. You know, I I, I rented it. Fuck that day, it's on fucking YouTube. I, which I don't get me wrong, I'm happy that I, I bought it. And all. I, I really am because I want the official product and everything. But man, they did not. I don't think they've handled that right. I I just I I, I expect more. I guess you know what I mean. I, I just thought that thing would be out because I think originally it was supposed to come out like in June. I mean, like the official. I could be wrong, but I, you expect if you because you know those of us who paid extra for it. I just expected it earlier. I guess I didn't want it when it was going to come out in the store. If it was available in Best Buy, I just would have waited and bought it in Best Buy. You know what I mean, so you know what'll be interesting is would they release the not not the 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 recordings that go to people like you mark who pre-ordered it but the general going out for public on itunes and walk into target and buy it would they release it around the same time they're doing the kiss soundboard recording or is that competing with themselves meaning why you know why would you put out two live shows in the same month or a month apart um you know if 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 the Dubai show comes out before the soundboard, do you buy the Dubai and then not buy, you know, though, I guess what I'm saying is these are questions that are probably being asked and or discussed behind the scenes, especially by the label who's got the money into this, doing the distribution and the pressing and the marketing and the promotion. So you know, the good thing is we know there's a lot of stuff that's going to be coming down the road. The bad thing is, is it all going to drop in the same month, two months? Probably not. They're going to probably try and spread it out. So you might not see Dubai till fall. I don't know. I, 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 I'm, not know? Ge- I'm not I mean, guessing at know. all. I'm just saying I would be, I would be shocked to see the Dubai release happening in June when the soundboard is already happening in June. 
Yeah, 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 maybe. Again, I'm, I, I, you know, look, it, for those of who are going to write in, it, oh, you're being one. I get it. Look, but I, I still, I want to, because I still haven't really sat down and enjoyed that thing because I remember when it came out New Year's Eve, I was busy. I, if I remember, if I, I think I even said it when we did the review, I watched it half at a time. You know what I mean? I think I watched the first half at work then I came home and watched the rest of it. It was was a busy time, you know, a big Italian family. We got fucking shit to do, you know? It's like, I'm looking forward to just sitting down and enjoying that thing with the intro, which I missed, you know, some of it. Again, I'm, I'm just, I'm still waiting for my damn experience. No, I know. (laughs) You know, know, and, and, and I, and I actually hope people like you will get it sooner then the general public could go get it and buy it off of iTunes or buy it from Amazon or, or wherever and you deserve, well, that's that. why you deserve it. You that's deserve it. You guys, yeah, you guys deserve it earlier. So, I mean, yeah, if they got the release to you guys in May or June, but it didn't come out in the public for purchasing until August or September. Okay. You paid up front. You get it. You pre-ordered something. You should get what you pre-ordered. And I'm happy to wait. I don't mind, you know. I'm just hoping that, you know, just the whole kiss machine starts ramping up. And, and look, this goes forever. I know people out in this audience have Motley Crue tickets and stuff like that. We just want to get back to rocking and having fun. And, you know, I I get it. It's just so fucking frustrating. And, and look at every day that goes by is a day you don't get back. <laughs> you know what I mean, true. so, you know, it's you know, poor, poor, pitiful me, but that's that's just that's just life and it's funny because when i was younger i never felt that way but now that the the clock's ticking a little bit um you know you're like fuck well you know longer on us as fans but let's be honest the clock is really ticking on on kiss the band gene and paul i mean wasn't it a few years ago gene said i can't see myself doing this when i'm 70 years old Guess what? Guess what? <laughs> kind of got forced on you. So to yeah. what what does that mean? Does he just bite the bullet and go full bore for the next two or three years to finish out commitments? Or does Kiss scale it back? And you know, I don't want to be um, you know, all doom and gloom here, but as they get older, the odds of health issues become greater and greater i mean we all have friends and family that are 70 80 i mean look what my dad what my dad was going has been going through it's like you wake Mm -hmm. up one day and you can't go out anymore yeah because a body part just said it's done you know right you know so let's be honest you know we've said this many times kiss is in the sunset of their career gene and paul especially you know, I'd hate to see something get in the way and go, okay, it's not happening now because for whatever reason, so-and-so's got this medical issue and they can't, they can't do it again. Yeah, it's, uh, it's certainly there uh, front and center. Yep. Um, Tommy, anything else you wanted to read or share? No. Okay. There wasn't, there's not much going on this week. So, um, as we're recording today, April 27th, somebody does turn 70 years old today. Yes, Mm. Mr. Ace Fraley. Ace Fraley, 70 years old today. Anomaly Deluxe. I threw up my uh, yearly stir the pot. I saw that. And and, and some people... (laughs) <laughs> Hook, line, and sinker. Oh God, yes! Oh my God, that is the most disrespectful thing I've ever seen, and I'm just. This gonna, is the eighth time you've I, probably done this. It's like, guys, really? It never gets old. It never I, gets I, old. I look forward to it. Look it forward. Never to it never gets old. I mean, it's just like you're right, Tommy. I mean, it's some somebody actually did comment on the post. They're like. Well, it's the tool. You should know by now this is what he's going to do. Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Finally, someone exactly. gets the bit. They're like, that's so disrespectful and, and hateful. And I'm like, 
No, it's not. You need a sense of humor. Just laugh. Hateful. Everybody's <laughs> laughing at this. God. Because you know it's going to happen. Forget it. He's rolling. <laughs> So anyway, I mean, uh, first of all, a, a, a heartfelt, huge, happy birthday, 70th mm-hmm. birthday to Ace Fraley. That's awesome. We, I mean, we love the guy. Oh, we do. yeah. Of course we do. We do. Mark and I do. You you don't. God <laughs> <laughs> forbid you have an opinion about something and say it's not perfect and now you're a hater. God forbid you joke about something. Yeah. It's like, Some oh my God, it's so disrespectful to post a picture of Tommy Thayer and say it's Ace Fraley. Really, that's what gets you pissed off in this world today? That's where you draw the line. <laughs> Just like, yeah, right, that's, okay. that's what's but, awfully funny. <laughs> anyway, I kind of thought, you know, since we don't have a, a guest this week and we didn't have a real topic, why don't we just kind of go around the table here and talk about, I don't know, our favorite Ace Fraley memories first time we met ace uh, i don't care anything let's just let's reminisce about ace i'll i'll start um first time i met ace was 1979 at the great american music in store and he made such a great impression on me granted he was probably the reason they were three hours late getting there and getting it started and everybody was waiting in line for hours and hours and hours um but i've shared this before and i'll share it again you know i was fortunate enough to get into the store thousands of kids like two three thousand kids inside and outside and it was at least two to three hours late getting started. And uh, it was a typical in-store where they had the band up on a stage behind a table and you'd come up there with your album and give it to each guy and they'd autograph it. By the time I got up to the stage, the security basically said, listen, we got way too many people still in this line. The band's no longer gonna autograph albums. They'll shake your hand. That's all they can do. We're only going to let them shake your hand. And this was said literally as I got to the end of the table and Ace was the first guy at the table to autograph. And and Ace was just like, no. He said, he just grabbed my album. Even as the, the security were trying to not let him grab it, he grabbed the album and he autographed it. And, and all he could get in was an autograph of Ace. Didn't even have time to write Fraley or do anything. It was just Ace. And I, to me, that meant so much. It's just like, here's this guy who's like, screw you guys, security. These are my fans. They've been waiting in line for hours. I'm giving them an autograph. Mm-hmm. So that meant a lot. Now, I, I also got Paul's autograph. Um, security pushed me along so I couldn't get Gene or Peter's. I was just able to shake their hands. So I got two of the four autographs on it, but it, you know, to me, that was a great impression. 79, I would have been 15 years old, mm-hmm. you know, 15 year old Kiss fan. That meant a lot. Yeah. That was a magical night. You know, it really was. And uh, it's one of those things you'll never forget Mm-mm. no you know, I, I can still see it like when i close my eyes i can still see it like it was yesterday yeah the you know the great american music record store was not your typical small like music land type of store it was, it was massive it was like half of a kmart basically mm-hmm. because it was in what was an old zares <clears throat> you remember zares which was a department store like like a Kmart. Kmart it was half of the Zares building so yeah. it was long aisles of records and every aisle was just filled with fans weaving through it and then out the door and more fans waiting outside and you know Kyle has said this before he was outside and when they 
said there's too many people, they actually locked the doors and wouldn't let any more people. Like in. right in front of him. Yeah. Him and Marty. They were almost like literally next to each other. Yeah. So, I mean. No kiss for you today. You can just stand <laughs> through the window and look at all these other fans having a good time. I'm surprised we, there wasn't yeah. a fucking riot. Me too. A different time. Different yeah. time. I mean, I think I think it's a different time. As a kid, you were you didn't even think that you could riot. It's just yeah. like, okay, the man said we can't go in. Thank you very much. We'll see you tomorrow. Yeah. That's kind there's of a less, there's a lesson there, but we won't go there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so that was my first first impression and first meeting of of Ace. I mean, yes, I first saw him with KISS on the Paul and Halloween special, but I didn't really have any close contact with them until 79. Mark, what about you? Um, fortunately, I think as, as all of us, I've you know, met Ace many, many times, but the first one, late 80s at a record signing, Ace was late, um, was very nice, signed my stuff, um it was pretty cool you know um he uh and we saw him that night and um it was just a great ace really weekend and uh you know gotta give a big shout out to pat who always takes care of us um you know when we're go see ace now and uh you know a hall of aces team those guys are the best of the best and uh like, yeah. you know pat always takes care of us and um, you know, Ace is always gracious to us, knows that we're from three sides and, you know, um, Tommy's totally podcast. Get... <laughs> yeah, Tommy's <laughs> podcast, exactly. <laughs> um, that's what I mean. I mean, it's just, it's just so cool. And like you said, Mike, what a crazy time from, you know, I, I was 14 and 79 going to see Kiss at the Silver Dome and um, going, wow, one day, the guy will know your name. <laughs> no, I mean that that that's the crazy thing. You know, in '79, I didn't even imagine all. I didn't even imagine or was dreaming at that point about all of the stuff that I would love to have had happen that eventually did happen. Yes, that's to look the crazy to, thing. About that's this. the crazy thing. That's where when I look back, and you know, I'll make posts every once in a while. It's like. Yeah, the twelve-year-old me, the fifteen-year-old me, is just shitting his pants right now. If he would have known this was happening, absolutely yeah. true. How about you, Tommy? Well, um, I've been blessed to have several different occasions with him, and the first one, obviously, was the in-store, um, which was life-changing for me and very impactful. But I would say. God, I mean, every time I ran into him, it's always been a great experience. And it seems like it just gets longer each time you, you see him. And I would have to say spending that afternoon with him that day that we did the uh, question and answer, you know, and just driving around Minneapolis and just talking about life and stuff and, you know, pointing things out and kind of giving him a, the nickel tour. And, you know, hearing about his family and, and just, it, it was just a great bonding experience and um, spending that, that day to me is that there's nothing that could have been better from a, uh, a standpoint of, of spending some time and getting to know somebody. And uh, the whole thing was great. And he had a, he had a wonderful time and we had such great audience participation and the questions were wonderful and everyone was so respectful and he was so happy. And John, you know, uh, was fantastic to be such a great champion to help out, you know, and, and again, to your point, you know, his whole team, uh, whether it's Phil or Pat or whomever, they're all wonderful people, even, you know, Ryan and, and Jeremy and uh, Phil uh, and then Matt Starr, um, you know, all those guys, they're, they're all wonderful people. And I would say that that was, that was um, the biggie for me more than anything else. That was really something, you know, and to now, and now to be able to talk to him, um, you know, when I see him, because I have familiarity, it's not just like mm -hmm. 
I'm a fan in a way, you know, he'll say, well, you know, how's your family and how are things going? And it's just, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's something that I cherish and something that I'm truly grateful for. Yep. Um, I will, I've got <clears throat> another, another encounter with Ace and this is fast forwarding to the farewell tour when I was working with Kiss. And this is another, this is a perfect example. Of one of those moments of, me in 1979 would never believe this. So, uh, you know, on the, during the farewell tour, I would probably every weekend fly out to wherever Kiss was and do a two or three run of shows mm -hmm. and then fly back on Sunday or Monday and I'd be in the office and do it again. Um, I had flown, actually, I didn't fly. The, the show was in Reno, Reno, Nevada. And I, and drove? I took the train. Oh, I took, I took really? Am, I took Amtrak, which was really amazing because it was March. So I took the Amtrak train from basically Oakland to Reno, but it went up through the Sierras and the mountains yeah. and everything else. And there was still a little snowpack and all that. So it was a beautiful train ride. And the train literally drops you off right in the middle of downtown Reno. Um, and, uh, I went, I went to the Reno, I don't know, event center or whatever their arena was called there. I don't even know if it's still there. And, you know, typically what I would do is I'd go out to the, the arena around four, maybe five in the afternoon. That's about when the band would arrive. Mm -hmm. And um, sometimes it's because I would have prearranged, oh, okay, you're going to, you can interview so-and-so or you can do this or other times, a lot of times I would just be there just to be there in case something happens that somebody wants to talk, somebody needs something, or I can take some cool pictures or video of something. Um, but I'm walking down the ramp, backstage ramp heading into the, the venue. And typical of most venues, you know, there's road cases just piled up everywhere. They're just against walls and everything else. And again, typical, there's usually somebody, a crew member or somebody who's done what they needed to do and they're crashing or they're resting. I mean, you sort of like, you know, you take advantage of when you can sleep, when you can sleep, wherever you can sleep. Um, so I'm walking down the ramp and ahead of me to my left, I saw somebody was just laying on the road cases. And I just thought nothing of it, walked by. And all of a sudden out of the corner of my eye here, hey, Mike, how you doing? <laughs> I look over and it's, you know, all by himself, just laying there, Ace Fraley. Ace Fraley, just laying there on a road case. I'm just like, I was just like, holy crap. Is that just the coolest surreal moment? That's Ace fantastic. The, the freaking rock star, spaceman, Ace Fraley just laying out there not inside the venue on the ramp so even if the fans were walking around they could have seen him if they knew that was who it was but he recognized me as i was walking down the ramp and said hi to me it's like holy crap that's ace fraley just chilling sleeping napping <laughs> and he calls me out as i'm walking by in 79, I would have crapped my pants if I would have gone up to that table at the in-store and Ace would have said, hey, Mike, how you doing? Good to see you. I mean, that's the type of thing. I don't know. That's just Ace. I mean, even when I last saw him a few years ago when he played north of here, you know, walked into the back dressing room. Hey, Mike, good to see you again. Yeah. You know, He's just there, but you know what? I have to say, they're all like that. No, you're. I, mean, I'm just I can't say, say that. Peter, I can't say Peter is because I don't really know him at all. But all the rest of them are like that. They're all like that. Yes. Peter's the only one I've had multiple bad experiences with. Everybody else has been good all the time. You know, it's crazy. I don't know why, but I, it is what it is. I've never had any real bad experience with Peter. I mean when I was working for the band and, and it was the original four together, there was the 
Peter Camp that was like, be careful around Mike. He's a spy for Gene and Paul. I was just like, I'm not a spy for anybody. You know, you're, you're, you're freaking Peter Chris. I mean, I grew up idolizing you. And what are you going to tell them? Even if you were, what are you going to tell them? What am I going to tell them that they don't already know? Peter I mean, and today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you know, that's, that's the weird thing. It was like, I, I went to a couple of those meet and greets where he was in such a bad mood. You know what I mean? And it's, it, it just kind of brought the whole room down. You know, I remember the one in 92, it was really bad. And it's funny because I mentioned something about it on a Facebook post and a bunch of people who are local friends of mine chimed in too, like, oh yeah, he was a jerk. So if Peter's camp hears us, we're not just ripping you, dude, that's happened. In my fucking opinion. Maybe you're having a bad day. I, you know, again, did I say, oh, I hate Peter? No, I love Peter. And I, you know, I wasn't for we're, Peter. We're, we're, we're not saying blind. anything that hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of yeah. other fans haven't said well and that's part of that's part of the sad piece of this whole thing is we all got blackballed because of my review of the la thing well i was right there with you my yeah friend. yeah we yeah. just pointed out obvious things and all of a sudden they're assholes okay i mean i don't care i really don't no at this point who gives a shit it is what it is but it's just kind of like you know whatever but we're not talking about that. We're talking about Ace. We're talking yeah. about Ace. So, yeah, I, but, you know, that was the thing, you know, in my head, I'm just like, it's Ace Fraley. It's the spaceman of Kiss. As a kid growing up, you know, you're just like, that's, that's Kiss. That's Kiss. Yeah. And here he is saying your name and saying hi and just chilling. And that and childhood it, piece has never left me. No, yeah. you're exactly right. We've never, you know, it's great to be 12 years old again. Mm -hmm. I love it. And I want to do that every chance I get. I want you to know, remember, I, I don't want to ever forget that feeling. I don't ever want to lose that, that mm -hmm. awe of going, okay, yeah, I'm here working, but oh my God, that's still Ace Fraley. That's mm -hmm. Paul Stanley. Mm -hmm. That's Gene Simmons. Yeah. Well, and, and I still, to this day, still feel that way, even when I go to the show and the lights go down and out, they come and I'm like, this is so fucking cool. Yep. You know, I still feel that way. Yep. Uh, guys, just so you know, um, the puck drops in two minutes here. Uh, um, Jesus Christ. God, so, sorry, sorry, Ace, sorry, Ace. We can't reminisce about you anymore because Mark's got to go watch the hockey game. That is that is true. Aren't uh, they out? Oh, they're fucking horrible. I don't care. It's fucking nice hockey. hockey over. Well, for the Red Wings, it's, hot. it's over in two weeks, but then the playoffs start. So, probably middle of June. Okay. Yeah. Tom, Tommy, so. Mark, Mark, was a Lions fan. So what are you talking about out? He's been used to being out <laughs> for decades. Rebuilding since 19, what, 56? Hold on. The, the Detroit Lions have been rebuilding since 57. The Red Wings, as you know, were extremely they've, they've, successful. Yeah, they've had some, some good run, runs. Yeah, they really they're, have. They're extremely, uh, they're in second place overall for Stanley Cups, I believe. Second or third overall. Montreal's way ahead. Montreal's like the New York Yankees of, of, of hockey. Yeah. Um, but the, the Red Wings have, uh, I think, are in second, maybe second or third all-time Stanley Cups. My, my point is this, though. We had 25 straight years in the playoffs, which is an NHL record. That's unbelievable. Well, yeah, I know. It, it, it really is. In any sport, really, to make 25 years. Um, so anyway, yeah. And look, you know, matter of fact, last night, my uh, my season ended because I my Monday night league uh, wah, wah, ended up in third place out of eight teams. It's not too. Not yeah, too but long. you've won before. So it's all good. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got I got a ton of fucking. Well, maybe we'll get kids. to another hockey. He's got game a ton of participation trophies. Yeah. Hold on, I got, hold on, I gotta go find, hold on, hold on. Is, oh my God, he's getting up. You'll no, get no, up to share funny. his trophies. Yeah. No, this is funny. Hold on, I gotta see, I gotta see if I can find it. I think this is it. Hold on. So anyways, we love Ace Fraley, contrary to popular opinion. Um, Everything we do that makes you think we hate Ace Fraley is just to piss off a certain group of fans. That's it. You read that? It says Mark Cicchini. Yeah, Mark Cicchini, bathhouse, 
<laughs> Something or other. <laughs> 2001 bathhouse streak. There you go. There we go. <laughs> It should say McLovin on it. That would be perfect. But I literally, I I literally, I'm not exaggerating. I have, and that's one of the things that Liz and I were just talking, because I coached hockey, but I I literally probably have a hundred hockey trophies in the house. Um, And and when you're dead and gone, those are the first things kids throw (laughs) out. They're like, what do I want with all these trophies? Well, all kidding aside, you know, I I do want to donate them back to the, you know, to a a trophy. I just have to do it. You know what I mean? Take a bunch of pictures of them and then give them away. Well, I want to, I want to pray, take them to a trophy place where they can reuse them. You know, all I have to do is take the the name plates off. Can you take that little, can you take the little golf guy off and put a hockey guy on? But I, I literally do. I, I, I've got a room. Must have a hundred. Fuck. When we were co- when I was coaching, we, we, we won like crazy. And uh, my adult leagues that I, I, I uh, played on and sponsored, we always did real well. Matter of fact, I just uh, my last championship though was five years ago. It's the last time I, I took home the, the mar- the simulated marble and plastic, as they say. So, but. Uh, Anyways, let's go, guys. I want to go watch some hockey. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we're done, Tommy. I guess we're done. <laughs> and I still have to eat, too. So. Um, oh, God. We're competing with food and hockey. We're, gonna, we're, yeah, we're yeah. definitely losing in this battle. Yeah, all all we need now is, like, new deep purple, and you guys are fucked. I'm never coming back. <laughs> <laughs> food, deep purple, and hockey? No. It would be, like, the, the battle of the century um all right all right so your homework for this week reminisce with us about ace fraley what was your first encounter with ace what's your favorite memory with ace if you've never met him what's your favorite memory of seeing ace or whatever it might be i mean Mm -hmm. i i'll I'll throw in a real quick i mean farewell tour st louis missouri when it was so freaking hot and i I love that picture ace came out for his encore and basically it t- had taken off the top half of his costume and was just wearing a rhinestone kiss t-shirt. That was one of the coolest things I've ever seen in a kiss concert. Mm-hmm. Well, it was like 110 or something. It was, so, yes, it was so freaking hot. And I mean, he basically was like, I, it was so hot. I got to take my costume off. I'm going to keep playing, but that's what looked so cool. It ended up looking like, a 19 early 1970s live photo of kids right right hand it looked like it wasn't a handmade t-shirt he had on because we were selling these little rhinestone t-shirts but it looked like the first rhinestone handmade kiss t-shirt that lydia might have made and ace is wearing it and it's half costume half black leotard and that's the cool thing about ace you know, that might have been a moment where Gene and Paul were like, you never come out on stage unless you're fully in costume. Ace is like, fuck you. Now, I'm not saying <laughs> this is what happened, but that's Ace's attitude. Ace is yeah, like, you got you to add that disclaimer. Eight, yeah. Gene and Paul didn't say that. I'm just saying that's sort of the way Ace is. It's like, I'm hot. I'm taking my costume off. What are you going to do? <laughs> it's almost like Lemmy. Those aren't shorts. These are shorts. <laughs> you ever seen that? You know, that was like seeing it, seeing them um, on the farewell tour in Australia when Ace just started doing those little jam sessions. Mm-hmm. Oh, you could see Gene and Paul were quietly fuming as that was happening, but Ace was having a blast. He just starts riffing up there on stage. As fans, we were going nuts. Okay, I love those bootlegs. That's, um, the, be- that's the beauty of Ace. I mean, going all the way back to the Tom Snyder interview, he's just going to be himself. He doesn't care. He's just going to be himself. He's, he is a rock star. So thumbs up, Ace. Thumbs up. Happy 70th. You guys know where to go to leave your homework. We do have a guest next week who saw Kiss with Ace Fraley at Winterland Ballroom. That's pretty cool. That's going to be mm-hmm. very cool. be a fun one. 
Yeah. Uh, we've never talked to somebody who's actually been at one of those shows. Yeah. That's good. So that's next week's guest working on some other fun stuff down the road here. If you're watching us on YouTube, subscribe. If you are listening on Spotify, follow us, subscribe on iTunes, check us out on Twitch. And don't forget, we are sharing a whole bunch of Kyle's photos from the Kiss Revenge Tour in St. Paul. That was at the mm -hmm. Civic Center, wasn't it? Uh, it was uh, the yes. uh, St. Paul yes. Civic Center. St. Paul Civic Center. So mm -hmm. we're sharing those every day on our social, net our social network accounts. And we still got a bunch of photos coming soon from Tommy of the uh, Crazy Nights Tour, Dynasty Dynasty Tour, the press conference. In-store. And the Great American Music In-store that we were just talking about. By the way, every time you say Kyle, all I think of is Cartman saying it. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> In my head, it's all I hear is Cartman's voice. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. And before I forget... I don't have one here to show you. Just launched a new contest. We're giving away Eric Carr Rockology picture discs. I got three of them. Nice. Three of the Eric Carr Rockology picture discs. Head over to threesidesofthecoin.com slash contest and just enter your email address for a chance to win. That's a picture pretty. disc. Very cool. sweet. They are very nice looking picture discs. So um, that's it, everybody. Three sides of the coin. See you next week. So you love the show. Go to itunes.threesidesofthecoin.com and leave your review and rating of Three Sides of the Coin. Thanks.